the college football experience, Florida international Panther, 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by bird dog shorts, dominate the summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti style tumbler. When you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. Once again, that is birddogs.com slash pool. Hey everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. And 23 season preview. FIU, they say. FIU. All right. Look, you might be wondering just who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. I want this pilot. I want, it's a matter of national security. Yes! We're talking about the airport. You want this pilot, Patty C? <laughs> Get on the, t- that's where I love it catching and I love the fact that, they're, you know, the CUSA. Got to play on a lot of Tuesday and Wednesdays. You're going to see a bunch of teams come to the tarmac and try to win. All right. Hangar, hangar five. Hangar five is going to be in full operation. It will be. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating sideline kid stealing, wheeling a dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Well, yeah, let's buddy. go. Yeah, let's go. buddy. Let's get it going. Oh, I happened to place a wager last year on FIU over two and a half wins. And the sweat was real week one against the Bryant Bulldogs, where they pulled it out 38 37 in overtime. But then, <laughs> went squeaking on, by. Then October 1st came around and they took down Jerry Kill and the New Mexico State Aggies, which was another lock of mine. Yep. Uh, for that second win, and then uh, that put him over right there. It was a one and well, a half. No, no, no. I think it was. I think it was a flat two, maybe. Flat two. I gotta go back and look, but I know that when Charlotte, when they went into Jerry Richardson Stadium and beat the Charlotte 49ers 34 to 15 on October 22nd, I had cashed. That doesn't even include the very next week where they won yet again. They almost knocked off Middle Tennessee in the season finale too. <laughs> I would say it was a very good year for for considering what he walked into. Yep. For Mike McIntyre. I know they have a four game losing streak and you want to see more progress in November, but considering I thought the roster wasn't great, I smashed the over. A four game losing streak with some pretty epic losses in that four game. True, streak. but the last one they almost won. Thirty eight point loss at North Texas, forty five point loss against Florida Atlantic. Won the championship. Thirty four point loss against UTEP. 
and then kept it close against Middle Tennessee, who beat Miami last yes, year. That's and what I'm who saying. Who did Middle Tennessee beat? Uh, they didn't by just more. beat. They threw for over 400 yards. So they whooped Miami, Miami, but squeaked by uh, FIU. Yeah. So FIU might be the better team in, in the Miami. What area. happened the last time they played Miami? Did they get the dub? Yeah. Hilarious. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hurricane. Suck. So now year two of the Mike McIntyre era begins. Patty, see what's your take on 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 Coach Mac? Well, rebuilding seems to be his MO. Uh San Jose State, year one, one and twelve, year two, five and seven, year three, ten and two. Uh at Colorado, it took him four years, four and eight, two and ten, so a slight step back, then four and nine. But then ten and four. The breakthrough happened Boom. in year four. Here we are. Trust the process. Yeah. Maybe, maybe year two, you don't have your expectations so high. Our, t- our win well, total. Yeah. If you're watching youtube.com slash the college experience, maybe the expectation is the same as last year, uh, but get uh, a little better. Vegas yeah. gives them a, a, a win more. They're, yeah. they're up to three now. So uh, Patty C uh, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to jump into the offense. We're going to jump into the defense, but before we do all that, I got to tell you folks out there that the college football experience FIU 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by bird dogs. Yes. Bird dogs make you look good. Like hiring Mike McIntyre after four years, it's going to make, it's going to make the athletic director look pretty good. Bird dogs are stretch khaki shorts and they're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg area, giving a truly sculpted look. You're going to look like you're uh, frigging Carl Weathers. When you put these things on, all right. I'm not talking Carl Weathers now. I'm talking back in the day. Carl Weathers, black don't crack, and uh, he, played, he looks good now too. He, Let's be he honest. He played for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. He played for the BC Lions in the CFL. He's a stud. Yeah, getting it done. Uh, look, they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. And Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks like uh, looks like khakis but stretches, so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice all that movement. And Bird Dog uses anti stink sweat wicking fabric body. It keeps you cool and dry all day long. So if you're down there at uh, FIU Stadium on the tarmac watching the airport play football, well, then you might want to be wearing some Bird Dogs because it's going to be probably it's South Florida humidity bubbling off your ass. Uh, look. <laughs> Go to birddogs.com slash pool, enter the promo code pool. That's P O O L. And they'll think they're going to throw you a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We can promise you that. All right. We are back on the college football experience. F I U Panthers, 2023 season preview episode. Remember we're breaking out all 133 teams, solo podcast for each and every team in the land. So subscribe, tell a friend we've been doing this shit for years. Patty C uh, the offense. Well, no, let's talk about the portal first because this team truly did get affected by the portal. And I feel like I know Mike McIntyre has been very frustrated with the Current state of things. Um, oh, I'm sure he's they, uh, clear tampering. He thinks on all these things. Yeah, FIU is pretty low on the totem pole in in terms of you know the 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 market. You know the yeah. transfer rate going in and going out is probably hurting FIU. Well, if you watched them over the past couple of years, you would know they had a star wideout in Tyrese Chambers. Now this guy hit the portal, and a lot of teams were after him, and including uh, there was speculation that Dion was going to get him. He ends up at Maryland. Some of that uh, Under Armour money, mm. cha-ching! He goes <laughs> to the Maryland Terrapins. 
Uh, their tight end, Rivaldo Fairweather. This guy uh, penciled in to be a starter now at the Auburn Tigers, Patty C. Guess you can call him a Fairweather friend. Ooh, fair, yeah, there you go. Was Fairweather it? portal yeah. portal get. Um, so those are two huge losses. Then linebacker uh, Gaithan Bernadell, probably butchering that. He went to Stanford out there on the farm in Palo Alto. Safety Demetrius Hill went to Illinois. Off at the tackle, Lindell Hudson goes to Florida. Ooh, losing them to Power Five. All of them, all over there. But you have a couple other ones too, like cornerback Andrew Volmar to ULM, offensive tackle Julius Pierce to Middle Tennessee, EJ Wilson to Temple, the Owls, who, who, who who are stealing players left and right. But they also lost linebacker Baba uh, Kanate. He is in the portal. Tight end Cameron Williams portal, offensive tackle Jamari Sylvester portal. Uh, linebacker Nasir Carter, portal, safety Joe Perkins, portal, off at the tackle, Shamar Hobdi Lee, portal. They just can't wait to get out of town. Safety Henry Gray, portal, defense lineman Savion Collins, portal, and uh, wide receiver Jacoby Hewitt, portal. He was former, he was at uh, Indiana the year prior. Uh, that's a lot of guys in the portal. Yeah. There's no way they won this portal, but let me rattle off who they got. Defensive end Claude Larkins from NC State. That's a nice kid. Uh athlete Eric Rivers from Memphis, safety Bobby Sala from the Temple Owls, linebacker Avery Huff from the Miami Hurricanes. Safety Jojo Evans from Kent State, uh linebacker Elijah Anderson Taylor from Northern Colorado, and running back Shamari Lawrence from South Dakota. He's penciled in as a day one starter, but Patty C this team got absolutely pummeled in the transfer portal. Yeah, although the Shamari Lawrence get is, I guess, pretty big. You know, it, they uh, they replaced the uh, Lexington Joseph uh, stat stat sheet at least almost identical stats. So it's nice to be able to plug that guy in. Still, Chambers, Wilson, Fairweather, their best offensive lineman, their best safety. I mean, they got yeah. destroyed. Yeah, they well, got destroyed. Like you portal. said, yeah. Farm farm system for the yeah. big boys. They got to fix that. All right, they got to get that. Uh, I know they got a big enrollment there. So, uh, offensive coordinator is David Yost. Uh, they were 120th in scoring offense year one of the MAC era, 118th in rush offense, 84th in pass offense, having some success in the air, 116th in total offense. Still terrible numbers, but considering year one and it was kind of a disaster what they were walking into. Well, yeah, Yost. You know, quarterback coach background going all the way back to you know, what I don't even know what Tiffin is, <laughs> yeah. but mid er, er, early '80s. So he's been you know been at the helm of a lot of programs, and uh, you know, hopefully the quarterback play will improve because last year less than two thousand passing yards. If that was their stronger unit, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so something's got to get better. Well, I'll tell you this: they had you know uh, Grayson James is. That was his uh, first like full season starting, right? Yeah. Um, they also got Keon Jenkins as a backup. Uh, he's a freshman, but uh, this is a guy who had originally committed to Auburn. Um, I think they're going to be better at the quarterback position, regardless. Yeah. Just another year of experience, right? So you got to yeah. like bringing him back. Eleven touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Uh, this is maybe the worst adjusted yards per attempt I've ever seen for Grayson James. Four point seven. 
It's like that. Yeah. They got to find a way to make that offense more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, they got a Juco transfer and running back Brandon Smith. That is, is speculative. You know, he's, he's in a close battle with Shamari Lawrence to start at the running back spot. It's going to be one of the two. I'm actually seeing that Smith probably would get the nod. I think if the season started today, oh, wow. um, but um, it's going to be interesting. Wide receiver. I, we touched on this Fairweather gone chambers gone. And what's crazy is chambers came in as such a beast. He was a sacred heart transfer originally. So mm. some of that it's like Jared Verse, the Auburn or the uh, Florida State defensive end coming in from Albany. Sometimes Ch- you could find some gems out there in the FCS. You said Chambers, where 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 to go? He uh he, Well, he went to Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Okay. 51 catches, 544 yards, leading receiver on the team. That's a tough one to lose for sure. Um so they do bring back Jalen Bracy and Chris Mitchell at the wide receiver spots. Uh, I'm seeing also Dean Patterson projected to potentially be a starter there at the sophomore spot. I'm sorry, at the wide receiver spot, he's a sophomore. I can't fucking talk. Fairweather <laughs> is uh is is gone. So Josiah Miaman is uh Miaman. It might be uh is the penciled in tight end. Nice. Um, the offensive line though, Patty C. Bracy, uh, Bracy and Mitchell, thirty nine and twenty three catches respectively. So. That's some decent production coming back, you know, at the wide receiver position. Offensive line, you said what now? Uh, you bring back your center and John Brock. He was a freshman a year ago, so you got him for years to come if he doesn't get uh, stolen. Uh, right guard Jacob Peace is back. Uh, this guy uh, started a lot of games. I believe started twenty two games at VMI. So you got that, but everywhere else on the offensive line, a bit of a question mark. They brought in uh, Travis Burke at the left tackle spot from Godna Webb. Uh, right tackle spot looks like it's gonna be Philip Houston. Started four games a season ago, so I guess you got that a little bit of experience. And then they are apparently going with the freshman, redshirt freshman, uh, in Ladarius Lee at the left guard spot. Couple well, question marks. Little concern on the offensive yeah. line. Uh, the defensive well, side. Real quick What's too. I don't know. Um, I'd have to dive a little uh, more closely into this, but it looks like they really heavily feature the uh, running back in the passing game. Um, 29 receptions for Lexington, Joseph and Eric Wilson jr. 19 catches. Those are huge numbers. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe McIntyre, Mr. Checkdown, uh, Grayson James. Maybe, maybe you do that because your line's terrible. Well, that could explain the uh, four point seven yards <laughs> yeah. per attempt. Yeah. You're just checking yeah. down all day. It's like, hey, we got to get rid get of the, the ball, ball Hot. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, defensively, uh, uh, Jovan Dewitt is the OC, or is the DC. 126 in scoring defense. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, 110th in rush defense. 108th in pass defense. Charting at a 119 overall, Patty C. But that was year one improvement. Can happen here. You look at the the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think where you are probably bringing back a lot. It looks yeah, like yeah. Right? The defense should be pretty solid, actually. Or I shouldn't say Better. pretty solid. Improved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a long way to go to get to pretty solid. Uh, your ends are back in Jeremy Passamore and uh, Jordan Grad Grad. <laughs> uh, they also bring in the NC State transfer Claude Lankins, as I was alluding to. This guy uh, might be a difference maker on that defensive line. Uh, linebackers, uh, you're happy if you get Donovan Manuel back, and he is back as a senior. Like I said, they're also bringing in the kid for Avery Huff from the Miami Hurricanes, and uh, the secondary I think is what you're really excited about because free safety CJ Christian back. 
and really everybody except the other safety spot. Ladarian Polk is the other safety, and he is a transfer from Memphis. Sean so, Peterson uh, bringing all six of his sacks back by far the team leader. Gotta like that from the linebacking position. Must have some uh, giddy up off the edge. There you go, and uh, and this is where we're at. We're at this. Uh, we're at uh, you know FIU. They are bringing back the kicker and the punter too. We should touch base on that. If you're in the close games, now it is a brand new CUSA. A lot of those CUSA CUSA teams are gone. We're gonna dive into the uh, schedule here in a minute, but you know, remember, brand new CUSA. So let me see if I can do this off memory. Rice. UTSA, UAB, Charlotte, FAU, North Texas gone. They're in the AAC. Incoming, and this happens on July. It happened on July first. Which, uh, what do we got? Sam Houston State, Jacksonville State, New Mexico State. I think those are all of them that jo- Liberty joins the CUSA and next year will be Kennesaw state on July 1st, a, uh, a year from now, this uh, is a, uh, a nine team league here. So obviously. you got lot. So law tech, Western Kentucky, middle Tennessee, FIU stay. They bring in those expansion teams. Kennesaw comes in next year. All right. Yeah. That's the deal. We're going to get to the schedule in a second, but before we do that, want to talk about, uh, want to tell you that the college football experience FIU 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Best ball mania is here and underdog fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog pickup is a great way to get down on your favorite MLB uh, and NFL season player props. And when college football comes around, especially those weeknight uh, CUSA games, uh, you're going to want to get in on that because they have great great player props there. Um, yeah. So the, and it's available in so many different States. There's so many ways to win over at underdog head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. promo code SGPN. All right. We are back. Patty saying, look, if they're watching on YouTube, hopefully you're subscribed. Remember, YouTube's like the hub. All right. So subscribe youtube.com slash the college experience, but we host the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience, the college basketball experience during the college basketball season. You'll, you'll hear me every single night of the season. Been doing this shit for years. We come together as one on youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend Patty C if they're watching on YouTube, they'll see this sweet graphic. Shout out to camp Kerr, our graphics guy, uh, the wind total. There you go from a solid. T- I think it was two and a half. The more I think about it last year, maybe it was one and a half. I can't I have to pull it up, but it's now at three expectations are up. Are up. <laughs> well, let me say this, uh, you know, w- w- with you mentioning the teams that left um, FAU, UTSA, North Texas and Charlotte uh, rice, four of those, uh, all four of those teams were ranked above them in the uh, conference talent composite in the most recent one, 2022, which is last year's, obviously um, this year's hasn't been released, but uh, that they were uh seventh place in, in talent, you know, uh, composite according to 24 seven with those four teams leaving, they move up to third, but I haven't checked what their ranking is with the n- incoming talent coming in. But at, at the very least four teams that were more talented than them in the rankings 
uh, are now gone. So that that's nice. That improves your prospects a little bit. There you go. There you go. And look, if they can get this shit together, uh, the highest group of five will have an auto bid in the playoffs starting next year. My point is, is that you're in Florida, you're in South Florida, the talent rich area. And if the other teams, if Boise's going 10 and two, if Tulane or East Carolina's going 10 and two, I know Tyler unlike it with ECU or UTSA, the team that might have the least, you know, the team that runs the table might have the best chance of getting to the CFP. And yeah. that could be hey, Liberty FIU Jacksonville state. Yeah. And, and, and building something long-term if you start winning, like Miami themselves is a classic example of playing in a shitty conference and, you know, getting W's and then building talent and, and getting more and more talent to come and stay home because there are wins on your record. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then obviously UCF was able to do it in a small conference, move their way up. Yeah, they were independent, then they went to the MAC, then yep. they went to the CUSA. Maybe FIU is next in line. Maybe. Let's get to it because week zero, we got a ball game. And if and, and like I said, um, if you uh did not catch last year's game, it was a wild one, Patty C. Uh I believe it was three overtimes, if memory serves me correct. Where Florida International edged out La Tech. Now they're going to to Ruston, Louisiana. Sonny Cumbie, he's in year two. Two overtimes, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just remember watching it. Uh I think FIU is gonna win this one. They were better last year. And I think they're they're a better coach team. So I think they're gonna I know it's on the road. I know it's week zero, and I think this is anyone's game, really. Yeah. Give me FIU to win this one. Not at the airport this year. Not at the airport. They're going to Ruston. Gator country. Uh, Talking out of my ass. I have no idea if that's gator country. <laughs> um, I think all of Louisiana <laughs> is gator country. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say I'm not very sure about that. If you're winning in double overtime at home, that was year one though. And you're one of McIntyre. That's true. You, although traditionally McIntyre hasn't necessarily, well, that's not true. Year two. He did show a big jump at San if Jose you're betting State. the over and you feel great about it. This is a must-win game. Yeah, they have to win this. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to them. I do think uh, if if McIntyre McIntyre is probably more likely to have his guys ready for this. So yeah, I mean I expect this to be a game, but give me FIU. Then the main Black Bears coming to town. Maine had a tough year last year, but they were in so many close games. But uh, two and nine at yeah, the FCS. I feel level. like all their losses were close games. They've been though. a playoff team yeah. for a while at the FCS level. Now they did get raided a little bit in the portal. Uh, Maine did. So I'm going to favor the airport on the tarmac at, uh, <laughs> you know, at uh, FIU stadium there. What are you doing? Old Ricardo Silva Silva airport. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You got to go FIU here. So two and oh, I mean, Maine, that's a long trip. That's about as long a trip in the uh, continental U S as you can make and stay in America two and oh, and then brand new head coach of North Texas. And I, I, I love the fact you're getting North Texas in their second ever game under a brand new head coach. Yeah. I still think North Texas is way more talented than Florida international mm. coming off of a conference USA championship game. But if they're going to, if they're going to have a, like a really good season, this is a winnable game because it's year two of a, br- or it's a game two of a brand new coaching, you know, st- Tree in yeah. uh, Denton there. Uh this is a I mean, because look, if they're three and oh, 
they've already, you know, I guess equaled the win total that Vegas has given them. That would be impressive, but there isn't there aren't many other wins left on this schedule. Although some of these FCS programs are, are yet to be like tested at the FBS level. So I'm going to say they lose a game by the, by the third game. I'm going to have them one and two. I'm with you. No, two and one. You mean or two and one, two and one. I got them two and one. Now they go up to the wrench to get twisted. Uh, that is East Hartford, Connecticut to take on our friend, Jim Mora jr. And the Yukon Huskies. I favor Yukon. Hmm. They play Yukon last year. No. Um, I do favor UConn. I think they're they're improving. Then Jamie Chadwell and the Flaming Lives of Liberty. Also a good time to catch a new coach at a new school. Yeah, they do get they do get two new coaches. In general, I think they get all like first or second year coaches their uh, first uh, month. Nice. Um, but the Flaming Libs are talented and they spend money. So yeah. I will take the Flaming Libs to beat FIU on Saturday, September 23rd. But I got them sitting there at two and three now. Not a bad start. Respectable. Two and three for you? Yeah. They get a bye week. And look, last year they went into Aggie Memorial Stadium and beat Jerry Kill. The only problem is I think Jerry Kill turned a corner. So I am calling for Jerry Kill and the Aggies to get that dub. <laughs> this is how it works. It's kind of like the home and home for the SEC. New Mexico State goes to the SEC, and instead of SEC going back, they just send Florida Atlantic to Las Cruces every year. The Florida International. Or Florida International. Oh, oh I there, did. I done just did, it. did it. Did <laughs> it. Uh, Patty C. You, what's the, what's your record after that? Well, we're. I'll give them a loss for that game on the road, but I feel like they're going to win one of these next couple ones. I got them so. winning this next one. UTEP. The miners. They, they got, got rocked by them last year. Yeah, but year. they got raided in the portal. Six to forty was the score. Yeah, and that was in El Paso. It's tough to go to El Paso. Now they gotta come <laughs> to the airport, the tarmac, and FIU's gonna get it done. This is their third win of the season, and I'm feeling pretty good about life, Patty C. Uh so now we're right on that number. What are you doing here? Well, I'll say between New Mexico State, UTEP, and this next game, they're going to get one. So I'll join you. I'll give it to. I'll give them UTEP. Well, the next game he's referring to is Wednesday, October eighteenth. Nash, by the way, all these nationally televised in October. Uh, Sam Houston State, the Bearcats at Bauer Stadium in Huntsville, Texas. Patty C. <laughs> um, that's so you're going one to one there. I, I agree. So I don't think they're going to go two and zero, but wouldn't shock me if they won both. Yeah. Yeah, no. Th- this is the other part of the schedule that they need to pick Wouldn't up a couple shock wins. Me if they got that one. Uh, then they're home to Rich Rodriguez and Jacksonville State. The Gamecocks. I think I favor Jacksonville State. Do you, uh, I'm tempted to, but uh, I looked at Jacksonville State. We looked at their impressive. What were they? Nine and two last year. Beat Florida State. What two years ago? Yeah, I mean a good program for sure. Nine and two last year. A lot of blowout victories. Uh, they only played one FBS, which was a what five and seven Tulsa team, and they lost by uh, thirty-seven points. <laughs> so, um, you know, maybe they were just playing really terrible competition and blowing it out, or maybe they just had a really bad game I feel against like Tulsa. Tulsa. Is better than their record too. Tulsa's like non-con is like Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Washington, something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always feel like they challenge themselves in the non-con. Cincinnati, Ole Miss. Uh, 
Let's see. Well, I guess Cincinnati's in conference. Yeah, Ole Miss. Who? Well, last year it was only Wyoming, Northern Illinois, Jacksonville State, and Ole Miss. So okay, wasn't really that okay. tough of a schedule. Um, okay, fair. They fair. just kind of weren't that good last year, and they still managed to destroy. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jacksonville State. That said, I think Jacksonville State is going to win this game. Uh, I think Jacksonville State wins this as well. Then we got a bye week on Saturday, November fourth. As you go into the final stretch of the season, they are going to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium, one of my favorite names in all of college football, to take on the Blue Raiders and Rick Stockstill, the NASCAR <laughs> driver. Uh, this is winnable to me. This was a close game a year ago. I think MTSU lost a lot, so I think it's I think it's winnable. Then they had this is a classic SEC matchup here. The, the member the old November 18th weekend in the SEC that's just ridiculous <laughs> where they they schedule. So the airport travels to Fayetteville to take on Sam Pulled Pork Pittman and the Razorbacks. How much did they lose by here? 35. Okay. Uh then they head to back home to take on Western Kentucky who beat them by 73 a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm gonna say they lose. Not the, scored by 73. <laughs> won by 73. I'm gonna say they dropped the last two. But if uh, so, I'm right on the number at three, and that's without me giving them a win at Sam Houston or Middle Tennessee or North Texas. I think it's more likely they go to four yeah. than just win two. Yeah, I'm not super confident. You know, depending yeah, this on is not how, gonna be on the locks episode this year. Yeah, depending on how these FCS teams come in, Sam Houston State and Jacksonville State. Uh, come in, come out firing. Then, yeah. uh, then th- those could both be losses, which puts them on the under um, or at three at least. I, I, it's hard to see them um, really going much over three. I can build you a case for a bowl, but I, I, I'm it? leaning it. I'm you want to be optimistic? I'm leaning it because McIntyre has proven that he improves his team from year to year. Here's op- optimism for you if you're an FIU fan. All right, they win the week zero matchup against La Tech, like we said. They yep. beat Maine. Eric Morris is in, you know, the second game ever at North Texas. So there's a little bit of a glitch in, in getting things, you know, the way he wants it. Plus the games at the airport. Yeah. So they, they go three and out, right? Yeah. yeah, I can see it. They lose to Yukon. They lose to Liberty. Cause those are more talented teams. Yeah. They're at New Mexico state. They won there last year. Yeah. So four, then UTEP comes five, right? And then they just need one more win to go bowling. And I think either Sam Houston or middle Tennessee might provide that. Yeah, now both are on the road. I even think Jacksonville State could yeah. provide that. Yeah, so let's go. Give me the over. I don't love it, but Mikey give me Mac, the over. Yeah, uh, former national coach of the year. I think twice. Twice. Yeah, and Bill Parcells, long time, or was Bill Parcells' assistant? Wow. His dad, old school coach uh, in the SEC. The pedigree is there. The results are there. Can he do it yet again? Is Mikey Mack him? Is he Himothy? He is. He's gonna get it going. Look, uh, so I'm on the over. Patty C's on the over. Before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with uh, Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about uh, his experiences down there to the tarmac and FIU's air, you know, airport, uh, aka Ricardo Silver slash FAU Stadium. Uh, and here's that interview with him and his college experience down there. Joining us on the college football experience, Florida International 2023 preview is someone you must follow if you love college football. He's traveled to every single FBS school, all 133, and, and a shit ton of the FCS as well. Uh, I give you Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, on Twitter. How you doing, Michael? 
I'm doing great, Colby. And uh, FIU is the largest public university in the state of Florida. So it's a good one to preview here. Yeah. I mean, my first thought, I mean, I haven't been there, but uh, and I, I know it's called FIU stadium now, and I want to hear about your experiences, but I wonder if they're sitting around seeing uh, UCF's jump to the big 12, seeing, uh, you know, the likes of, of USF's stadium on campus coming and FAU, it seems like FAU with them making the final four in basketball, it seems like all of a sudden they just got a jolt of energy. They're also stepping up to the AAC. I wonder if they're, they're thinking, man, we're kind of getting lost in the luster, you know, and maybe they'll go more in on football and perhaps the stadium. What do you think? Well, uh, there's a lot of opportunity there. Like we said, it's the largest enrollment in the state of Florida, over close to 60,000 students there. Uh, you know, they had Butch Davis for a couple of years. Recently, they hired Mike McIntyre, who, you know, did a couple of reclamation projects at San Jose State and Colorado. Uh, the huge huge enrollment hopefully can uh, lead to uh, increased attendance at the game. Uh, they have expanded the stadium. It started out at 7,500 uh, back in 2002. And another thing to bring, they're a very young program. They started in 2002. So we're only talking about 20, 21 years. Uh, and they've increased the capacity from 7,500 originally to 20,000. And there's room to expand if possible. So uh, there's opportunity. They've got a good coach in place and, you know, talk about a place that can recruit what college student wouldn't want to go play at uh, in Miami. Yeah, exactly. This thing is a sleeping giant. I think they say, so tell me about your experiences. You've been there once, twice, how many times? So I've been there twice. Um, some of the best fans that I've met up with these guys uh, called section 112. I've tailgated with them a couple times. There was a 2020 game during COVID and it just, it was too locked down, but in 2019, it was the best time I went there. Uh, they played Thursday night against Charlotte and they, they beat them 48 to 23, 510 yards of offense, 350 yards rushing. So uh, James Morgan was the quarterback. He had, you know, a cup of coffee with the Packers and I believe he's in the USFL now as well. So uh, that was the best experience. You know, they call it the cage. Uh, they've had uh, the biggest crowd they've ever had, 20,000. They beat UCF back in 2011. You brought that up. So potential, uh, I'm going there. I want to, I think it's October 11th. They're, now this Conference USA is playing these weeknight games. I believe that's a Wednesday. So I'm going back there for a non-COVID Mike McIntyre game, October 11th. Oh, I love it. And they, they did beat UCF. I remember they beat, didn't they beat Miami hurricanes at the Marlin stadium? I feel like not that long ago, uh, man, you're making me excited about attending an FIU football game, which I was kind of unsure coming into this episode. Uh, so I appreciate that folks. You need to follow Michael Barker. Cause this guy goes, I, I really believe if you love college football, it's like one of the top follows you have to do. Uh, he goes to like six, seven games a week. I repeat, I mean, not every week, but I'm saying four, five, six, seven games a week. Uh, and he documents it all on his Twitter page. He also, you know, takes the photo of the game. It's, it's really fantastic. It's, it's educational as well. Uh, you can give him a follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour. And hopefully you're watching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Michael, I appreciate you uh, jumping on the show and I look forward to uh, maybe catching, catching a game at FIU stadium with you someday. Absolutely. Uh, pause up as they say. So thank you, Kobe. You're welcome. Pause up, brother. All right. There we go. Michael Barker, FIU stadium. Patty, see, we got to get down there for one of these Tuesday, Wednesday night games. Oh man. 
I feel like we do FIU, FAU, and Miami all in like a three day period. That, you got to find. You, you got yeah. You get you go on a Wednesday night CUSA yeah. game, and then we uh week for FIU, Thursday night for FAU. Yeah. Friday night we just get. F- just get hammered, and then Saturday night uh, you get the the Hurricanes. Maybe there's an FCS game down there. Yeah, so Saturday night you get a Hurricanes ticket for like five dollars. No <laughs> one goes to those games. All right, uh, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience. We're breaking out all 133 teams. Every single team in the land will have a podcast because we do this each and every year. All right, uh, so give us a follow. Also on Twitter at uh, T at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow. And uh, like we said, subscribe to the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college baseball experience, the college basketball experience, Whew, the USFL gambling podcast. We all host all. I mean, we got it all. All right. Check out the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You'll get access to all of our stuff. Um, uh, free picks. Free, I mean, guest appearances. Just recorded an episode with Joe Theismann. Hello, Carson Steele, the UCLA starting running back. Door. We got that all coming for you, folks. So subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, also, come talk college football with us in the Discord. It's like a house party of DJs sitting in there just talking. So in those uh, CUSA weeknight games or Week Zero, hop in there. We're going to be watching it all because we talk about everything there. So sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. All right, folks, I'm on the over Patty C's on the over. This is the FIU 2023 season preview episode on the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Take